Welcome to the Empowering the Light podcast. Woot woot! I'm Lily Augustine, light worker, womb wisdom guide, and artist, and this podcast is all things love and light, empowering true autonomy and inspiring along the way. I cannot wait for you to dive into this next episode, and I honor the light that you are spreading in this world. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for sharing this space with us, sharing your time, sharing your light. I'm so happy to be welcoming on Alejandra Duenas today. Thank you, Alejandra, so much for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. Alejandra Duenas is a certified holistic health coach and founder of the Three C's Method. The Three C's Method is a coaching program that helps women heal their anxiety, and gain self-love so they can take back control of their life with consistency and confidence. So I know Allie because she was my personal health coach, Um, and the timing of meeting you, Allie, was actually so amazing, and I know you know this story, but I thought I'd share it with our listeners as well. I had been having, I was like in my last semester of college, and I was so stressed out. I was like trying to do it all and I was having panic attacks like every other day and I had like no self-care practices in place. I was just like trying to build up my resume. And then I remember Ali, you sent me like um, a DM telling me who you were, that you were doing like free consultation calls and it came at such a perfect time, like with my anxiety levels being like over the roof. Um, and it, t- it took me a bit to say yes, I remember. I was, I was a little hesitant. I was like, because I never invested money in myself. Like, other than, like, school, like, that wasn't something I was used to. But I wanted to say thank you for reaching out to me. Like, if you hadn't sent, like, sending me that message was a huge turnaround in my whole, like, self-care calling practice and all that. I want to say thank you for sending that message to me. Oh, yay. You're so welcome. And you're right. Like there was some resistance at first, but it's funny because after you made that first investment towards your health, I remember like towards the end of the program with you, you were like investing and you were like no longer having that money block and having a better relationship with money. So it was like, I know you're saying that it was like the very, like the first big investment that you made. But then once you made it, like you started to realize like how much it was actually, um, the results that you were getting and how it truly was an investment. It wasn't just spending money like for, for nothing that's going to really give you value. Um, and now you're at this point of being a coach now and helping other women as well. Um, so now you're going to understand too, even more like the power of investing in people that are going to invest in you and understand just how important it is to really make, take that leap, even if it's for your first time, because it completely like, especially for you, like after this, like so many things started aligning in your life, um, which I'm so proud of. And like, now you're here at this point in your life, which is so beautiful. So I'm so happy to have had you as a client and have seen like your whole progress. And like, I still see your progress even on Instagram. So it's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. It was crazy how things aligned. I remember the night I messaged you and I was like, yes, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this program. I had like never heard of health coaching before. I didn't even know that was a realm of like a business. And now I'm like, oh, this is like amazing. And, and yeah, and I started coaching myself and being a guide and a mentor myself because of it. Um, But I remember the night that I said, yes, I had like three panic attacks in a row and it was like me and my partner and they were super bad and we were just trying to get through them. 
And I remember that night, it was like midnight. I think I texted you at like 11 o'clock or midnight, something like super late. And I was like sitting there on my bed. I was like, this has to change. Like this, whatever this lifestyle is that I'm holding right now, all of this, just like, I can't go on like this. And, um, and I remember texting you and being like, okay, like this is going to be the first step. And you're right. Everything aligned after that. I like found meditation after that. I became a certified meditation teacher. I reconnected with my menstrual cycle. I became a psycho guide. Like all of these things just like plopped right into place after I took that one step. And it's so beautiful to see how that happens. So for anyone listening, if you've been hesitant to take that first step in investing in yourself, um, I just want to encourage you to do it. Like I was there too. I understand. I understand how scary it is, but you are like at the end of the day, you're the one you're living with and like it's your life and being able to invest in yourself is really empowering what do you think Ellie yeah I feel like if you don't have the power if you don't have the money and the means to invest in yourself right now then you're never going to that's just as simple as it's going to be and the way that I tell one thing that I always tell my clients is that if your family was held hostage and you could not like if and you needed to come up with like 10k by tomorrow you would make it happen or at least you would try your hardest to make it happen within 24 hours so then it's just a question of asking yourself do i do i put my health as with as much priority as i would my family you can always make that money even if you have zero dollars in your bank account you can always find time to invest and by investing and showing that i don't have the money but i can make it happen that's you showing the world that you're willing to just push and focus on yourself and prioritize yourself. And just like it happened to Lilia, like then afterwards, everything started aligning for her. And then she realized the power of investing and how it is an investment and how much more she was growing. And I'm sure she was like coming to a point where she realized like the, what I paid for money wise wasn't even was it was like nothing compared to the actual growth that I was getting. Cause it was so much more. Um, so just always remember that if you don't have the money to invest in yourself today, then you're never going to have the money to invest in yourself. You're always going to come up with a million excuses of why you don't have the money to invest. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. It's so easy. It caught up in that loop, that loop of, of telling yourself that I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Yeah, that's so true. And Allie, would you like to share with our listeners your story of becoming a health coach, how you came into this amazing profession? Yeah, my story is so long. I mean, I think it was a process of maybe, uh, maybe four, four years, but I, I see it as a, such a long process. It really um, started in probably like high school. I've always been like the very super studious person. I um, I went to one of like the top high schools. I was very depressed mainly because I was sleeping for hours. I was always that girl in her room, like doing homework, studying away from like barely had time to hang out with like um, my neighborhood friends who were always like at parties and having fun and enjoying their high school years. Um, so I just came to a point where I was just very depressed. And also um, I was just dealing with so many emotions and also keeping them bottled up. So I had a lot of resentment. I never had anyone to talk to about my emotions or share my emotions with. Didn't even know what that was like. Like I would literally be in a 
like sad, upset, whatever, in some kind of emotion for days. And like, I was just a little grumpy Allie all the time. Um, And um, I believe it was after, yeah, after high school, I believe it was like my freshman year in college. um, I just, my sister experienced one day um, at my mom's house, I was living with my mom, um, just one point where I was just like, almost at my suicidal point. I remember I was like locked in the shower. I, like I was in the bathroom, like sitting down in the shower and like I had the door locked and like my 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 mom and sister were like, open the door, open the door. And like, I wasn't trying to kill myself that day, but I just had so many depressing thoughts and it was just really deep. And I think it really got to my sister. And then once she saw that, because my sister didn't live with my mom and I at the time, um, she realized like, okay, my sister really needs help. Um, so she, so she, she and her husband looked for a life coach for me. And at first I was iffy about it. I had never heard of coaching before any kind of coaching. I have had a therapist before. Um, and I just didn't like it. Um, I didn't like the experience with a therapist. It was very much, I felt like she didn't really care. She was kind of just asking a few questions here and there and just expecting a response and, I think it was also the fact, which I, I really think makes a difference too. Um, I just could not connect with her at all very much. She was a much older woman. I felt like I was kind of like talking to a parent, you know, and when you, when someone's coaching you, you want to make sure that you have a good bond and relationship. And it usually always works too, when you're closer to age range, or you just got, you just have something in common with them. Um, but anyway, therapy didn't really work out. Um, so I went into coaching and, um, yeah, so my life coach, her name was Sophie or her name is Sophie. And, um, she just basically completely like shifted my life around. Um, she's actually a spiritual life coach. So we already like connected in so many different ways. Um, just going to see her just really changed everything. And actually it was like halfway through her program that I started reading the power of now by Eckhart Tolle. And that's the book that, that, that's like, everyone has their one book that changed their life. That was my book that changed my life. And after that, I was like, no, like I've been, I've been missing out on life this whole time. Like I have so much potential. Why would I want to kill myself? Why would I want to not be in this world anymore? Um, so yeah, after that, um, I felt like I was finally, after life coaching, I felt like I was finally healed when it came to my mental and emotional state. Um, and then afterwards, you know, after the program with her, I was starting to have more issues, uh, digestive issues. So I was having issues with my gut. Um, I wasn't feeling well, everything I ate just wasn't sitting right on my stomach. Um, so then I kind of realized, okay, like my mental and emotional health are good now, but now I need to focus more on my physical health. Right. Um, and a little bit of emotion and mental as well goes with physical health, especially, um, when you're talking about the gut. Um, so then I was, I don't know how I was introduced to holistic health. Um, I am sure because I follow Sahara Rose and I was following, um, Melissa Ambrosini as well. And some other person, I think it's Melissa Wood Health. They all went to IIN and they were all talking about it. And I think at one point I was just like, yeah, let me try this. And I love, I love the idea that holistic health encompassed mind you know, body and soul, like mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health, because I've always believed that, that, you know, healthy just, just doesn't mean if you have like a nice physique and you are a skinny girl, that doesn't mean that you're healthy. You could be, 
so, you know, mentally, emotionally, like ruined inside that and that needs work as well. Um, so yeah, I went to IIN, I got certified to uh, be a holistic health coach. And after that, I just started, I started the coaching process. I, um, and I think you knew this too, Lilia, My, the program, the certification program was a year long to get certified. And as soon as I hit six months, I started coaching. Um, and that was like a really, I've always been a very like, go, 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 go getter. And um, that's, that's a, a theme with IIN that if you go to their school after six months, you have the opportunity to start coaching and start getting your feet wet and start practicing. Um, they recommend to like, um, start uh, even like start coaching people for free. And I was like, nope, I'm going to charge at regular price. I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And, you know, you were um, one of the, the first few people that started when I was like within the six months range. Um, and I was like, I'm just charging normal full price. Like I'm going to do it. And I'm like, and I went through so many calls I remember, but I was still so motivated. I went through so many no's, but I was just very, very motivated. And I also remember um, when you, when we were talking, we were having that like last call because you were like, well, maybe I should invest this money into becoming a coach. And I was like, well, if you just jump into my program, you're going to know what it's like to actually be a coach and you're going to get more experience in like what a coach would actually do. Um, and yeah, you texted me really late. I don't even think I replied back that I think I woke up to your text and I was like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I have one more client. Like that was amazing. Um, but yeah, that, that was a little bit of my story. I kind of first went through healing the mental, spiritual, emotional, then I started focusing more on the physical aspects and with holistic health, you can really teach about anything. And I specifically wanted to focus more on self-love, um, helping women gain more confidence because that's an issue that I always dealt with, with for so long and also anxiety. Um, so I, that wasn't going to be my original focus. But I realized that every client I was having within those, you know, after those six months where I could start coaching, they were all dealing with anxiety. And I was like, that's crazy. Like, if you know, this is probably a sign and I should probably start working towards it. So I decided to, you know, focus my three C's method on anxiety and self-love. And it's worked out so great. I've been able to help so many women, you know, heal these areas of their life. Um, and now I'm at the point where I'm coaching and that's my full-time job. And I love it so, so, so much. There's so much more for me in store, but um, I feel like I'm constantly working towards my purpose more and more. And it's just a beautiful feeling. Yeah, that's, that's my amazing. story. <laughs> that's so amazing. I feel like that's such an empowering story too. And, and definitely, I remember um, we worked so much on self-love and anxiety. And you're right, like it's so important and it's something that a lot of people struggle with. And I think that it's so beautiful listening to your story and your evolution and how you came to be a coach because you have so much amazing history behind you coming into coaching that I feel like was so what's what I'm looking for um I it, like just listening to your story I was like everything happened for a reason and like you got to this point where you're a coach and you were so amazing like you were such an amazing health coach and I'm so thankful to have worked with you and, and, um, that, yeah. And the coaching in that first six months, like I remember I was in that program with you when you were still doing IIN and you were amazing. You were like on it. You helped me with everything. And I didn't even realize at that time that I personally was struggling with self-love until 
like after all those panic attacks, after we started breaking everything down and I realized that I think one of the exercises was to look in the mirror and tell myself, like, I love you. And I remember the first time you gave me that exercise, I tried it in the mirror and it was like right after it was like, I was right about to get my period. I was having anxiety attacks and I looked in the mirror and I was like, I can't say it. I actually, I remember my partner was like standing behind me and he was like hugging me and I was like crying and bawling, looking in the mirror. And I was like, I just like, can't say it. And he was like, you can do this. You can do this. And he was like helping me like support me through that. And that was, ended up being one of the practices that like having that affirmation of every morning telling myself, I love you. And the more I did it, the easier I, it got and the more it really sunk in. And now I like, feel completely changed in the self-love that I have for myself. I have more respect for myself and my body and more patience and love and respect towards it. And um, that was definitely something that I wasn't realizing that was kind of off with my experience. And it, it was one of the reasons why I was kind of like drilling myself into the ground and not having a self-care practice too. And working with you really helped me realize that. And that was something that I feel like we uncovered that was like a huge game changer for how I lived my life. And it was so amazing. Um, and I feel like it's just so perfect that you started working with like anxiety and self-love because it is so important. So how did the development of the three C's method come along? Um, so I had never, and this is something that I was actually not teached on IIN. Um, I kind of, with IIN, I learned just a whole bunch of different concepts of different, um, ways of thinking about health, um, thinking about the internal health and the external health. And I was definitely more into internal health, um, but it wasn't, and I told you this as well, it wasn't until I started um, doing coaching, I invested again, I invested a 6K um, to join Rachel Bell. She is an amazing um, coach for coaches. Um, so I took on her program and I really liked the, the way that she, that she helped coaches break down their program. Um, and instead of just, and I was already doing one-on-ones for so long that I really wanted to jump into group coaching and group coaching is also something that she taught. Um, and for me, the reason I wanted to jump into group coaching was because I realized that I had a lot of one-on-ones and my schedule would just be on and off. I'd go from like one time to another and then another. And it was just like, I didn't have structure because of it because I would really work on my calls with the client. Um, so yeah, I decided to do group coaching. And then with group coaching, the great thing about it is that you can provide a program, you can break it down into assignments and you can give them all the assignments at the same time. So that for me was a uh, just a game changer. And I was like, why haven't I thought of this? But I, I really liked that I had my one-on-one -on -one coaching experience first before I moved into group coaching. Um, so yeah, that's why I decided to make the, the three C's method of program that's group coaching. Um, but also not group coaching to the point where, you know, it's a, a group of women all sharing everything that they're dealing with, with each other. That part still remains confidential. So they still reach out to me about their own personal problems, but it's kind of like all assignments given at the same time, they get the work done. Um, and the way that I came up with the three C's method is um, overall. So the three C stands for consistency, control, and confidence. Um, it was funny because I really just needed to come up with a name for this program, right? I was like, well, what could I call it? 
And it's funny because the three C's method came to me within like two minutes. <laughs> like it was so easy for me. I was like, okay, so now I have to pick up a name for my program. What am I going to call this program? And I was like, okay, well, what's, what are like some of the main concepts that I really feel like people need to understand? Um, so I wrote down a list and then I realized that some that I had there just all started with a C and I was like, well, why don't I use these three words, right? So I felt like, yes, definitely consistency is the key to so much. If you don't do the work consistently, you don't see results, right? There's so many people out there looking for, for a magic pill that's just going to give them everything they want, but you have to make do you have to do the work right you actually have to implement it um so consistency was a big one for me um then the next one was control and this mainly related to those dealing with anxiety because those dealing with anxiety want to control everything right they want to control the future they want to know that they have the future down right um so i wanted to give women the idea that you can take control of your life not of everything but you can control every part that you that you need to control um so the phrase is kind of in order to control your life, you need consistency and confidence. Um, so consistency was one and then confidence was the other one, which I was mentioning to you. Self-love and anxiety were the two um, big uh, signs that I was getting from every single client I started off with. Um, and confidence, yeah, that one was a big one. Um, so I really wanted to incorporate the idea and really help uh, clients gain more confidence because I, us as women, um, we really just have such, such, such low confidence and we don't really grasp the idea of self-love because if, you know, if I were to tell anyone, do you love yourself? Do you have self-love? They might be like, yeah, I love myself. But then you don't realize the different ways that that is expressed, right? Like, are you confident, like in a group of people just expressing who you are and what you do for a living? Are you confident with one person, like letting you, like letting her know all your spiritual ways of thinking? Like that is part of self-love. Like when you look in the mirror, do you feel happy with yourself? Or are there parts of your body that you just try to ignore and not look at? So there's so many aspects to confidence. Um, so yeah, I, I was just coming up with a list and I saw consistency, control and confidence. And I was like, okay, perfect. I can use these three, make it, call it the three C's method. And I just came up with it really quickly. And that's, that was just an idea of that Rachel Bell, who was my, my coach, right? That she taught that you just have to take messy action. Don't wait for perfection. Don't wait for things to be, don't wait for the perfect name, right? Just do whatever is calling out. And I, like, I kind of set myself up for it too. I was like, okay, I'm not going to spend too much time on this name. I'm just going to come up with whatever I can and pick it up. And, um, I love the name now. Like I love the three C's method. Um, it's, I think it's perfect for everything that's covered within the program. And um, yeah, that's how I came about the name, how I came about the group coaching program. And um, I'm really excited. So I just, in about a month now, I'm going to finish my first launch of the program. And then I'm in another month, I'm going to be um, launching the, the second round. So I'm really excited. Oh, I love that. And I really love that phrase, messy action. I feel like mm -hmm. that's like so perfect and the leaving perfection behind. I know that was something I always struggled with was perfection and it's something I still struggle with, but making that first step to be like, life isn't about being perfect. It was, it's like a huge, like mental turnaround and opens so many other doors that when we're striving for perfection, we can't enter. Like it just like becomes a barrier. So I love that term messy action. And I love the, the three C's method and, I remember when you first launched it, I was like, yes, that, that's like, 
Yes, that's so perfect. And I loved the whole concept of it. Um, oh, I thought, of, what was I going to say? I thought of something and it was really clear. Oh, for anybody who is listening right now, do you have um, any advice like for anyone who's currently struggling with self-love and anxiety um, and maybe like something simple that they can do to, um, to help break through that barrier or just some wisdom that could shine some light on that moment? Yeah, definitely. Um, and I actually, I could definitely introduce what you just said too in terms of perfection. Perfection is really just the fear of not doing something right. Perfection is just the fear of you fearing what someone else is going to think. Perfection is just the fear of failure. Um, and that's really what it is. It's not so much about being a very meticulous person that needs to have everything perfectly done. And that's something I had to learn too. I, I had to learn as well because I was that perfectionist that would spend hours and hours on like the simplest thing just because I wanted it to make it so perfect. Um, so I, I didn't really start taking messy action until I was coached by Rachel Ball. And I, and I learned that it's important you know, perfection is only going to paralyze you. It only stops you. You're there thinking, how can I make this perfect? And it's never going to be perfect. So if you can just accept that, then you can just move on saying, whatever, I'm just going to get it done. I'm just going to show up and do what I, whatever I can. And if I don't do it good enough, I can do it better the next day and better the next day. But if I try and sit here and wait for perfection, I'm going to be sitting here for a really long time. Um, so that's also a great tip to give those who are dealing um, with um, anxiety, because a lot of people who deal with anxiety are also, you know, waiting for everything to be perfect and everything to unfold perfectly before they can take action. Um, so remember that that's just not going to happen. You're never going to have the perfect whatever it is that you're looking for. You just have to take that messy action and just grow from it every single time and almost expect failure because it, failure is good. Failure teaches you so much. So expect it and be excited when you fail, because that's a lesson to be learned. And then the next day you can do so much better. Um, so that's the mentality that I have um, in terms of anxiety. I know one tip that I would always give you, and we, I remember um, us having a call about it too, like um, it, it's simply to just break it down, break down whatever is going down in your head, whatever you're overthinking, break it down, put it on paper, right? Like write that anxiety that's in your head into paper. And then not only that, then solve what's in that paper. Don't just leave that page full of anxiety. Make sure you find a solution for those things. So, you know, I remember we were having a call and um, you were like, you, I think it was outside of the regular coaching calls. And we kind of jumped on like a 15 minute call and you were like, Hey, like I am so overwhelmed. I have so much anxiety about all these different things. And I was like, okay, well, let's break it down. And we broke it down. And then you're like, wow, like now I'm not even anxious about it anymore. Like now, like, I don't even know why I was getting anxious about it because I believe we, we realized that the things you were getting anxious about had like a year or two year timeline. So it's like, why were you getting anxious about something that you're not even going to get in like a year from now? So I was like, are you just going to be anxious for the rest of the year about that one thing that you can't solve until that time? So always break down whatever it is that you're anxious about. Put it on paper. Always put it on paper because if you don't, then you're just going to continue to be in your thoughts and that's never healthy. So try to get what's in your head out of your head and on paper. And then once you do that, find a solution. 
give it a time frame. That's something that I would do with Lilia. Give it a time frame. Like, can you actually solve that issue right now? And if you can't, when can you? Right. And some of her issues were like, you really, she was, she was like, well, you know, I really don't want this until like a year from now. Right. Or like two years from now. And I'm like, well, then why are you freaking out about it right now? Right. You have so much time to make that happen. Um, so that's a really great tip for anxiety that I would give. And, um, when it comes to self-love, um, this is something that we hear all the time that, you know, you can't love someone else until you love yourself first. And it is so true. And one thing that I've been ex uh, seeing within a lot of clients right now is how much they depend on their other partner for love, how much they seek their love and their attention. And every time you get triggered by your partner, if you have a partner, I want you to realize that that trigger needs, it's not your partner's, you know, um, role to fix it. It is your own role to fix it. So if you're seeking love and you're see seeking whatever attention from your partner, that's what you need to give yourself. That's not about your partner. And it most, most, almost all the time, it's never about the other person. It's always about you. And if you don't have a partner, then see it as anyone else who come into, that comes into your life and you feel triggered by them realize that it's not so much an issue about that it's not really them that's the issue it's you something if something ever triggers you or bothers you or upsets you it's upsetting you because that issue is within you and it's never really within the other person so when it comes to self-love yes love yourself first before you love someone else and if you're single take advantage of this moment and really work on your self-love right now more than ever um, so that when you do find that other person, you won't find yourself so dependent and so um, yearning for so much of their love because you're going to be completely satisfied with your own love. And you guys are just going to be two big full buckets of love right next to each other rather than some half empty and like filling on one side and filling on the other, trying to complete each other because you don't complete each other. You complete yourself. You just happen to have someone next to you that's also completed you know, it's himself or herself. Um, so that's the biggest tip I would give on self-love, remembering that all of that is within you. And the, the love that you want to give to others, you need to give it to yourself first. And it's not selfish. If anything, it's the number one thing you should always prioritize your own self-love so that you can love others with even more passion you can love others with a full bucket knowing that you're not loving from a place of lack but you're loving from a place of abundance oh i love that i love that so much that was so powerful and what you said at the end there is that that's not selfish that like um triggered in my memory i remember the first time i saw your instagram i don't know how i started following you i started following you somehow but the first story that stuck out is i remember you saying it's okay to be selfish. I remember that so clearly. Like you did a story on it's okay to be selfish when it's coming from a place of love and self-love. And I remember at that time, like that was something I was really struggling with when before we started working together. And I remember that just being so clear and being like, wow, like I had never thought of it from that perspective because it's so true that sometimes our society sees things as selfish when in reality, their self-love and taking care of yourself. And if you can't fill yourself up and take care of yourself, it's so hard to do that for others. And it's so important to, to find that self-love, to find that um, 
self-care time and to really come into yourself as well as serving and helping others. And that's, I just think that that is so powerful. And I remember also, um, I saw on your story the other day how in the three C's method, you guys did like a, a ring ceremony. And I got so excited when I saw that because a few weeks prior, I had done the same thing because um, especially after working with you, I was like, always like for years I've been dreaming about like oh that day when like my partner is going to give me an engagement ring and it's just going to be so special and I remember it this was a, a few months ago I was like you know I could just give myself that ring as like a symbol of my own self-love because that's really what I'm looking for is that like commitment and that token of love and I can give that to myself and it was really empowering thinking that so now so I like dedicated a ring that I had that was my mother's she my dad had bought it for her in like an antique store um and I had it now and I did like a whole ring ceremony for myself where I was like dedicating like this is now like a symbol of my self-love and commitment to myself and prioritizing what I need to stay healthy and it was so beautiful and I saw that in your story and I was like yes I can't wait for her clients to do that and I'd love to hear how that went how was that yeah, it was so nice. I'm glad that you did it as well. Um, it was really beautiful. I had, um, and this was my first time also doing it with my clients because this was the this is the first um, launch. So then afterwards, in future launches, I'll kind of be marrying you know the girls in that program. Um, but it was really beautiful. I think everyone was so happy and excited. Some of them were like all dressed up, and some of them were just like showing their natural selves. Um, but it was just a really beautiful experience. We all just, got, it was just like a love, love ceremony. It, I didn't even like necessarily love the idea of calling it like marriage for those who like weren't very religious, but it's just a commitment to yourself. And the ring was just a huge um, a symbol to represent, you know, the commitments that they had made for themselves because they all got to read their vows and you know, how they were going to commit to themselves. And that's what that ring represented. So it was really nice. Um, we all just like, we had like our little after party after the the, the wedding, quote unquote. Um, and yeah, it was just, it was a really, really great experience. And I'm glad that I was able to like marry myself with all these women on my very first program launch. Um, so it was very, very special. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That does sound so special. Oh, and it'll be so cool to see how that goes in the next launch too. And to just mm -hmm. like, and for all in the future, I feel like it's so, it'll be like so powerful to be sitting in the seat that you're sitting in and watching all of these women like dedicate and take back this like control and confidence and consistency in their life. I just think that that's, that must be such like an empowering place to be in right now. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah, it, it really is so empowering and I, I love, and I'm sure you feel the same way with coaching. It's just so rewarding to know that you can help so many people and like literally see them be their own person and like have a better grasp on their purpose and start to sparkle and shine even more. Like that is for me the biggest um, reward from being a coach, just seeing like, it's like being like a little caterpillar and then growing into a butterfly. Like I see all my clients like just growing into like, um butterflies and it's just so so beautiful yeah it's so rewarding yeah that's so amazing that's so amazing um for anybody who's listening who might feel hesitant entering into like a coaching agreement because I know I'm gonna 
unfortunately it's we haven't reached the like this is fully mainstream yet which i feel like the coaching industry is coming up to that where it's becoming like more well-known and holistic healing and all of that is becoming more well-known but for anyone who's listening who maybe isn't very familiar with health coaching or holistic coaching or any kind of coaching in general do you have any advice for any like hesitation they might feel entering into that field or entering into a coaching agreement and just making that choice to see a coach and start working with a coach uh yes i do um so first of all i think it's if you're thinking about seeing a coach or you know just the most important thing you should do is just hop on a call with them like don't just try to figure it all out in your head and decide if you really want to have that this coach or not jump on a call with that person and i'm sure so many coaches offer free consultations like your very first call um, and just talk to that person and see how I think the most important part about having a coach is making sure that you have a good relationship with that person and that you can form some kind of bond and that you feel understood and heard and you don't feel like, like it's like legit, like some kind of sergeant just like telling you like, no, you can't do this or yes, you can do that. You know, you want to feel like it's, it's an open connection and you want to feel, you want to feel open. You want to feel like this person that you're going to take on as a coach is someone that you can share everything you want to share with you don't want to feel like you're you're still gonna you're gonna have this coach but you're gonna hold some things keep some things private because that's not really going to help you you want to be able to really have an open conversation with this person so i think that's one of the most important steps to jump on that call with that potential uh coach of yours um or jump into different calls with different coaches and see what works best don't just go for the very first one um, unless that person really, really resonates with you. And you're like, you know what, I don't need to get on another call with anyone else. This is the one. Um, and then one thing that a lot of people, you know, I've done so many sales calls by now that one thing that I, one of the biggest fears that clients have is, is this program going to work? Like, is it really going to work for me? And I think everyone is always thinking that, right? Like I'm going to make this huge investment into this program is it going to work? Like, what if I come out of it and I don't get the results that I want? And my response to that is always that it's, it's not about me. Like it's the coach isn't the one that's really going to make the difference in you. You have to put in the work. And one thing I always tell, you know, clients on a sales call is I could give you all the information in the world, but if you don't apply it and if you don't do the work, then you're not going to get the results that you want. So that part is up to you. And if you're already worried about not getting the results that you want coming out of the program, then you're already in this, you know, fear state of lack of not being good enough, of not, of maybe not um, being worthy enough. And that means that you need the program more than ever. That means that you really need to be in the program. If you really feel like you're going to fail at something that you haven't even started yet, you haven't even given yourself the chance to, you know, tell yourself, I can do this. I got this. Um, so that would be one of an, another great um, bit of advice that I'd give anyone that's thinking about joining a program. Remember that it's really about you and how much commitment you're willing to put into the program. Because reality is, and it's true, that the information that a coach gives you is information that you can find anywhere on Google, on books, wherever. Because that coach learned it from Google, from books, from programs, from different courses. So yeah, you can find that information online. But guess what? Everyone knows online how to be healthy, how to be skinny, how to be fit, but not here in America, right? We have the highest obesity rates, right? So it's not so much about having the information, 
It's about applying the information. So why do you really need a coach? Because that coach is going to hold you accountable. That coach is going to be there to make sure that you get the work done. It's not so much about the actual information more than it is about that coach being there for you to make sure that you meet your goals. And that's the biggest part. So if you're fearing like, oh, I might not be, you know, this program might not even be good enough. It's not about how good the program is. It's about how much commitment you're willing to put in. And if you really trust that coach to really hold you accountable. And if you trust that coach and see that that coach really cares about you, because if that coach cares about you, they're going to do whatever it takes to make sure you get the results that you want. Yes. Oh, that's so powerful. And I feel like everything like I completely resonated with everything you just said, because I came from all of those places before I started working with you. And, but I remember like when we first hopped on that first um, like free call, I remember being so comfortable with you. And I remember coming out of it and being like, that's strange. Like, I just like, I felt like it was so easy to open up to you. And it's not that way for me with most people. Now it's a little easier now that I like do this as a business. I open up about myself all the time. But at that time, that wasn't something that was very easy for me to do, but with you, it was like, I really felt that connection with you as a coach where I felt like I could tell you everything. I really felt open and you were so loving and caring in the process and holding that all that information that it felt like a very special bond. So I would say the same thing that finding that person that you feel like you have that connection with is so powerful. Cause that's, that's also how you're going to feel empowered to move forward too, is knowing that you have someone right next to you that you can really trust and really lean on and help like actually listen to is a big one too, to like find someone that you really feel comfortable, like taking their advice and listening to. I just think that that was such a beautiful aspect of our relationship. And one of the things I noticed right away, that was like, yes, like this, this is the person I want to work with. And yeah, it's so true. It's you're gonna, you're gonna get what you put in and having that person holding you accountable. I think that that was, you had mentioned a little bit earlier on in this episode, how at first when I started talking with you, I was like, oh, but maybe I'll just go get my coaching certification right away. But now like looking back on it, I'm so glad that I didn't do that, that I worked with you because there's also like, when you're looking up things on Google and you're looking up things like in books, you're kind of like in like knowledge mode where you're like taking in all the, all the knowledge and not necessarily, like you said, applying it. But when you have someone there telling you like these things and being like, well, try this and try this, it leaves like space for you to actually do them in your life. And like you have a little bit more space to apply them. You don't need to be the coach and the client. You can just be the client and really fix those things. And I think that was something that when I was going through, hadn't really clicked into my head until I started being a client and then being a coach. And now I'm like juggling the two together. Like you, anyone who's out there, who's like, let me juggle the two together. Just know you don't need to do that. Like you can do one at a time and feel super empowered by it and probably get a lot more out of it than trying to go straight into being coach and client for yourself. Which I'm just like thinking about it now. And I was like, I probably would have been so overwhelmed trying to like, learn all this knowledge and fix myself at the same time and like fix quote unquote like there's nothing wrong with me but like mm -hmm. try to overcome any barriers that I had set up for myself so yeah, I remember also um I remember telling you too um how little significant the certificate really was I remember telling you that with all the clients that I had that I had at that point when I was getting on a call with you I was like 
no one's ever asked if I'm certified as a coach. No one really cares to know if I'm certified or not. And that still remains till this day. Like, I think I've had very few people that have asked, like, what are your credentials, right? Because you don't have to have that title of certified to really help someone. So if there's any coaches listening to this conversation or anyone who's thinking about coaching, you don't necessarily have to have that title of certified whatever. Um, if it makes you feel good, if you really, really want to do it, go for it. But know that it's also it can also just not be an option. It's just about you doing your own research, you doing your own work, right? And figuring out what are the best ways for you to coach someone. I, from experience, I was the reason, one thing that got to Lilia when I was telling her like, no, don't do IIN, trust me. It's just going to be so much knowledge. You won't really know much about what a coaching program really entails. Um, and I told her, and like, she was focused on having that title, right. Of like getting, being a certified coach. And I was like, you don't need that. Like no one has asked me if I'm certified or not. No one cares. They just jump on a call. They see, and like, if they connect with me, they almost all of them do. Right. And then I tell them what I can provide. They're down for it. And we just, we start the program. They never really care if I have studied coaching, holistic coaching before or not. They see just from what I'm speaking and how confident I am and what I do that I, I know what I'm talking about and I, I can actually help them. Um, so that's also what matters too. Don't get so focused for any coach that might be listening to this. Don't get so focused on, you know, having that title either. Just go ahead and get it done. Don't wait. You know, that's another form of perfectionism, waiting till you have that certain title to start coaching. Don't wait. Start now. Start like showing up on social media and start, you know, influencing lives and start reaching out to people and helping them that you don't need a certification to start helping others. You can do that right now. I love that. I love that. I love how we kind of made this whole like full loop back to confidence too, because all of that goes back to that idea of confidence and um, really trusting yourself and knowing your worth. And I love how the conversation just like made a whole loop back to that. I think that that's so powerful um, and so true. It's so true. Okay, Ali, do you have any last words for our listeners that you'd like to leave them with and share with them? I would just say, I don't know, I'm wishing everyone, especially during these times right now, going through this pandemic, maybe someone in the future will hear this and be like, oh my gosh, that's crazy, such a long time ago, but um, just to remember to dig deep, dig, dig within, notice, you know, what's going on within yourself. I think right now, this was a conversation that I was having recently, that there's you know, one side of social media that says be productive and one side of social media that says it's okay to rest and sit on the couch and binge Netflix, right? And I'm kind of like in between. I don't agree with both fully um, because there, if you really think about it, if you're going to sit there and binge watch Netflix for days and days because people are saying that it is okay to do so, most likely you're going to beat yourself up. Most likely you're going to be caught up in your thoughts. Most likely you're going to go down a downward spiral of depression. And what a lot of people don't realize is people who are promoting this aspect of it's okay to not do anything. It's not going to help a lot of people, right? So you have to find your perfect balance. And if you're going to sit on the couch and watch Netflix the whole day, it's okay if you're going to be good about it, if you're going to feel good about it. But what happens is that most people sit on the couch and watch Netflix and the whole entire time they're upset with themselves for being there and doing nothing and watching Netflix, right? And that's being in a very unhealthy mental state. 
So does that help you? Not necessarily, right? So do really listen to what's going on within your body. Don't let yourself get too caught up into a negative state, into a negative thought pattern, whatever it is you're doing. If you're being productive, if you're not being productive, just don't let your mental state um, get hurt. Just don't let that go down a downward spiral because that's not going to help. Um, I think that's the biggest advice I can give those who are listening to this podcast now going through this huge pandemic that we're going through. Um, remember to just go within, really listen to yourself, what's really going on. Don't feel so inclined to do what one side of social media says or what the other side of social media says. Just do whatever is really going to make you happy and don't let yourself get too caught up into your thoughts um, because thoughts just bring about more fear, more insecurities um, and depression, anxiety. So don't get yourself caught up in that and try to work on as much self-love as you can implement whatever you can um, tend to your inner child do silly fun creative innocent things um, do more internal work I think that's what's most necessary right now and when you do that you're going to be able to save the world at an external level just from just by working within oh I love that oh I feel like that last phrase too was just like so spot on and powerful that like you can save the external world by saving and working within I think oh that was amazing yeah I, I love that that was the love last you. spot we left on <laughs> yeah and for um anyone who's listening who wants to connect with you what would be the best media to connect with you on yes so Instagram really that is my number one um my Instagram name I'm sure lately I will probably put it like in the show notes right yep um it's Alejandra Duenas underscore um, so yeah, you can find more of me there. I have a new uh, program launch that's starting May 15th. Um, so if you want more information, now you know to just get on a call with me and talk to me and see if you know this is something that you would be interested in. Yes, I'm so excited. I will definitely put all of that information in the show notes. Ali, thank you so much for being here, for sharing your light. Thank you for being such an amazing and supportive coach for me and for everybody, all of your other clients too. Thank you so much. And thank you for everyone who's listening, for holding the space for yourself, for, um, for just being here and sharing our energy and our light. And I can't wait to talk with you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Empowering the Light podcast. If you loved this episode, please share it so that we can spread this light and empowerment to more people. I also want to invite you to join my free Divine Feminine community. Within this community, you will receive exclusive content and updates via email, be invited to my free virtual moon circles every month, which are so much fun, by the way, and you'll have access to our private Facebook group that is always being updated with more content and conversation. You can find the link to join on my website, liliageston.com, spelled L-I-L-I-A-G-E-S-T-S-O-N.com. I can't wait for you to listen to more episodes and would love to know what you want to hear next. Feel free to DM me on Instagram at lilia underscore Geston or email me at lgeston at gmail.com so that we can bring you the content that inspires your true autonomy. Mm-hmm.